guys. Yo. We have exciting news. Guess what? We got a fucking soundboard. <laughs> oh my gosh. <gasps> wow. <laughs> you guys, we are so excited. We've also recorded some give give them give them some flavor of the custom sounds we got. Yes, we have some really awesome sounds. Like this one is what we're really known for lately. Thanks a lot, Rachel. Thanks, Thanks a, a lot. lot. Like, Rachel, why? Rachel, what the fuck? And then you always gotta have a girl. 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 Girl, why? What? Girl, why? And then, you know, when things get really sweet and happy, you gotta, aww, which is just so precious. You sound so precious. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. And then I always gotta, oh, oop, man. Little, oop, oop. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Chapters Podcast. This is the complete history, adventures, and predicaments of two evidently redundant sentients. Which we are. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Holly. And I'm your other host, Zoe. And one of the reasons we got a soundboard, y'all, is because my mama texted me the other week and was like, hey, um, I could hear you really well, but I couldn't hear Zoe hardly at all. At like chapter whatever she was listening to, mm. chapter like five or something. And I was like, yeah, I mean, our, our setup's kind of janky. janky. To be honest. So we got a soundboard to like mix things better and everything, but then the mics that I had didn't work. So then we had to order new mics, but now these ones have arms and it feels fancy as a figgity foot. No, I just, I just don't think you guys get it. Like, like, you don't get it. Like, we're next level. No, like, but like, y'all hear the difference. No, you definitely hear the difference. And you know what's gonna be even wilder is we're gonna be moving soon. I know. And when we have like a permanent spot, we're gonna for this, build like a full podcast setup in the yes. new house. So we'll also launch our YouTube then as well. I'm sorry, you guys. You're gonna have us. You're gonna have to give us like three to forty episodes to get used to this thing because we're gonna be having too much fun with it. And I just, I just hope everyone's prepared. No, guys. Like, there's eight pages of sound effects that we will have the ability to use. Please do not unsub, because we're annoying. (laughs) Please make people sub because of it. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Like, I really want to. Like, we're like. So, yeah, <laughs> like I just I'm so excited to have like a full setup in the new house mm-hmm. um, and basically have like I just I don't know. I got I got lots of visions. I don't know. You got lots of visions. Oh, I love and when vision. we bridge the visions, <gasps> visions together of like our background, our setup. Shit's going to be pop off. We should make a vision board. I know, right? We right. need a vision board. One million, one million, one what? million downloads. One million, one million, one million, 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 million. Oh, I don't have the hide my button, but that would have been Dang. it. Yeah, we're we're still like messing around with some of the settings. Um, so hopefully, like our usage of the soundboard will improve over time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, anyways, all right, we need to get into this episode yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god. Okay, so we start every episode by talking about where we are on the plot structure That line. we do. So, Holly, where are you? You know where I'm at? I'm <laughs> in the rising action. I okay. feel like the big like plot point of this part of my story is obviously buying a new house. Mm-hmm. It's a big step 
Um, for anyone that doesn't know, we are selling our town home to move into a single family home. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking for more square footage. Like we want a basement where Ms. Zoe can live. Pop off, pop off, pop off. Um, like space where we can put the podcast. I want like, I have other things that I want out of it, but like, it's a big thing buying a house no matter what. But like, I feel like for some reason, this feels a lot bigger than buying the town home mm -hmm. because this is like a house that I see us having for like a while. Like yeah. I always knew that townhome was like the I, first home like the, yeah the starter and I, home. I didn't even imagine us like I definitely didn't see us being here until like our late 20s maybe mm -hmm. 30s mm -hmm. I see us being in this house for like a minute like yeah. I could see us having kids in this house potentially you know what yeah, I mean yeah, so yeah. it's just it feels really big and we're in the rising action because we're fixing up the house getting it ready to list getting ready to buy the new house so getting exciting. our finances in order which is so painful what because finance? oh my god what yeah what is, is a finance what is a finance uh so yeah it's just like and then obviously i feel like the big thing is going to be buying the house so mm. that's like what we're working towards and yeah where are you my lady that was such a long no it's totally fine because i have been thinking about this since uh, five seconds ago. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about this since lunch, <laughs> and I'm not giving up on it now. No, oh, I, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm on the plot structure. She said, I'm, don't have a story. I'm dead. <laughs> she okay, said, no, I this really... is the end. <laughs> okay, so. Kind of hard, though. I feel like I closed a book. Oh, you closed a big old book. Yeah, and like I put it on the shelf. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Now I'm trying to find what book I'm going to open to mm. even get on. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm try I, ha I can't look at the page yet when I haven't yeah. even bound the spine. She's got writer's You know what block. I mean? I got I to gotta get the spine set up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's... <laughs> writer's block. Yeah, no, that's literally... That's how I feel right now. Like, yeah. I really was going to be like, oh, I'm on this one. But that didn't feel like honesty. Mm. And this isn't honesty is the best policy podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just like... You know, I got my library card, and I'm I'm looking to check out the book, but I don't know what it is. I literally was about to be like, oh, you finally got your library card? Because I know you really wanted one, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. No. And then I realized it was a metaphor, and I was like, oh, Holly, you're... Okay. It's Jesus. Fine. We're just doing fine. Um, yeah, anyways, welcome to chapter 10. Jeez. 10! It's a big one zero. We're double digits. You get not... Yeah, okay, yeah. Everyone the gibberish that just came out of my mouth because I couldn't decide what I wanted to say. Um, I was going to say we're at chapter 10, you guys, and uh, this is the dopamine. Dopamine, dopamine. And it's funny because... <laughs> only one set of headphones and so I can't always hear what the sound effects are but every time Zoe presses it she looks at me with this like feral <laughs> grin and is like so satisfied and it's it was truly, a late button press so it's not it's, as exciting it makes my heart full every time no matter what Sorry. I don't even care what she's pressing I'm just happy that she's pressing it <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Oh, the dopamine. But we're not talking about just like mental health and stuff. We're actually talking about the dopamine you get from the gym. From the gym. Uh, Zoe Sorry. and I. Oh, Zoe and I have been like back on our well. Okay. Let me rephrase. Yeah. We were back on our fitness game. We both went out of town. She went on vacation. It was just, there was a lot happening. It was a lot. And we're getting back into it again. Yeah. But like also, I don't want to say that we like 
you know, fell off the wagon just because you were gone. And mm-hmm. I had a week where I was like, I, to be fair, I was being very productive. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't necessarily going to the gym being productive. Um, but I will say our mental is reset for this lifestyle, if that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah. Like, even though we aren't, like, fully consistent, never I feel like breaks, kind of whatever. Yeah, I feel like both of us, like, it takes a second for it to build, but I feel like both of us now have it that, like, it's a non-negotiable that we're going to go to the gym. Does that make sense? Yeah. That was so fancy. Sorry. Zoe muted herself so that she could clear her throat. And, like, I just, I'm still reveling in the fanciness of our setup. I think it still got picked up on your mic, technically. Just a little just bit. Just, like, a little bit. But, but still, at least it wasn't as That was amazing. Thank you. Wow. Um... <laughs> Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, so I feel like now it's like a non-negotiable that you and I are going to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily we're going Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and like we've got like a, well, you do have a program, but you know what I mean where it's like Mondays we do this, Wednesdays we do this. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like that's sometimes how it should be. Sometimes it should be like, we're just going to the gym. We're kind of figuring it out again as we go. And like, I'll just say for people that don't know, like, well, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I I was going to say, do you want to like, review our fitness histories yeah yeah, yeah. kind of give some background because I was gonna say that for people that don't know me slash my story like I grew up and I did ballet so I was obviously very active in that sense and Mm -hmm. I did like soccer when I was really really little um but then I when I went got to like high school-ish area I kind of started working out got to college really started working out and that's when I got into bodybuilding and I did do a couple of competitions didn't do great but like I was a novice bodybuilder you know it's gonna happen you know know. Um, yeah so I did uh two of them and then I was really tired of dieting and I was dating this guy at the time who was a power lifter and he um got me into power lifting a little bit and so then I got into power lifting um and some other stuff happened here and there and blah 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 and whatever and then I had some injuries and when those injuries got bad enough I pretty much like hung up my belt and walked away from the gym and I didn't work out for like a solid I mean yeah like two years mm-hmm. about do, do you feel like that was just an injury thing or do you feel like that was kind of a mental thing too like a mental break it needed? was so it's funny it started solely as injury mm-hmm. um and then we went to a new gym that was like a more powerlifting focused gym and I knew I was going to take things easier um but because it was a powerlifting gym, I felt like it's funny because like different gyms have different vibes. And sometimes if you're not like in the elite, I feel like sometimes depending on the gym, you can kind of almost be looked down upon a little bit. Okay. And there was this guy there one time where like I was telling Brendan, I was like, hey, like, are you ready? Like, I really want to go home. Like, I was tired. It had been a long day. I didn't have a good workout. I was in a lot of pain. Um, like, physical pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, not mental pain. <laughs> not mental just, anguish. I was just in pain. And I was like, I want to go home or whatever. I just don't, like, I'm not feeling it today or whatever. And Brendan was like, yeah, no, I get it, blah, blah, blah. And this and this guy was like, well, if you would, if you wanted it, you'd work. Or what? Did it, I'm trying to remember what he said. He would be like, "Well, if you wanted to, you would." Mm-mm. And I looked at him, and I was like, I'd "I." Be like, Oop. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him, and I was like, "I want to be sitting down on my couch watching TV." 
but I'm here because I'm disciplined and I do that. And it pissed me off so bad because I was like, I never wanted to be here, bro. And I don't need you telling me that I shouldn't be leaving when I literally physically like cannot take a step without feeling pain. I'm going the fuck home and I don't want to hear your fucking business about it. Like literally like, do I know you? And it's funny because I had a huge mental switch just, and this is one of those things, y'all, words, people, they affect other people. Like, don't be just spewing shit because you think you know people and whatever. Like, think before you talk. I know he probably meant well, but that single conversation, I mean, obviously it happened to two something years ago and I still remember it, but that single thing flipped like a mental switch in it with me where Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I don't have to do this you know what I mean and while I think that there were definitely some bad things about basically taking two years off from the gym because I just like wasn't moving I wasn't you know in the fitness realm um I think there were also some big benefits for it for me mentally because I just I mean I'm I'm finally because also, oh my God, I'm talking so damn much. No, it's totally fine. I, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. But I'm like also from it. like the ballet background and everything, like it doesn't matter if you're injured, if you're in pain, whatever, like you just keep going, like you don't have another option. And so I feel like the two years kind of also helped me treat myself better with the gym where it's like, like I was supposed to go to the gym today and I didn't because I was really tired because I didn't sleep well last night and I'm really fucking sore and I'm not going to beat myself up over it for the rest of the day. Where in the past I would have been like, Holly, you're such a piece of shit. Cause you didn't go to the gym today and this, that, and that, the other, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like making peace with my lifestyle and I'm not mm-hmm. pushing myself constantly. Even when my body is like, please God stop. I feel that, that was so much. That was good though. Apparently, I needed to air yeah. out the laundry. <laughs> Damn. No, but it like gives everybody insight into exactly what you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Fitness history, Zoe, your turn. <laughs> oh well, what in the world? Okay, so I grew up in ballet originally first, but I was not at the extent that um, Holly was. She, um, you stayed in there like ballet nonstop. Mm-hmm. I think. Whatever age that girls start going into point, that's when I started to get out of ballet. Mm -hmm. I never had the body type for ballet. I just didn't really, like, love the environment. And I had always wanted to try, like, competition dance and, like, hip-hop and all this other stuff. So, basically transformed over to that. Then started doing cheerleading. Always did acting. So, like, I was fairly active. Yeah. But I never, like, went to the gym as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like cheerleading you do like laps and like yeah and whatever yeah like you know you do whatever but like never did like any big crazy sports even though dance is a sport I just my level of dance was like three to four times a week whereas like some people are like seven days a week six hours a day you know what I mean like yeah (laughs) Yeah. so like mine I I wanted to do too much stuff like there was yeah there was no way she had a lot of other interests yeah I was all over the place anyway say all that to say it wasn't until maybe like what I don't know like pre college but like right around college somewhere around then that I well no 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 okay high school so mm-hmm. high school I had a best friend who was on the soccer team mm. so I would go with her like to every practice after school almost and like I would hang out with them I would sometimes do laps with them mm-hmm. like I would just like chill stretch whatever yeah and then I would just sit on the side and watch because I was not a soccer player yeah now. or I'd go to rehearsal or whatever anyway. That was the extent of that. Mm -hmm. I get into college and, like, 
I know that I'm gaining weight, like steadily freshman 50,000 is hitting me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm depressed. I'm whatever. Like I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started dating Gage. Like, or no, I started dating this other guy first mm-hmm. and he didn't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, nah, didn't really feel nah. like, you know what I mean? Like you get into a new relationship. Like if, if that person's not you feeling it, you want to hang other, out with yeah. each other. Like, and I'm going to be honest, that freshman year I gained Basically, everything that I hate about, mm. like, my body shape now, that's what initiated it. Because I swear to God, we, we ate fast food all the time. Mm. And so I think that, like, that freshman year just really did me in. Yeah. So then when I got to sophomore year, um, things changed. I kind of got a new outlook. And then I started going to the gym on campus because you already pay for a gym membership. It's like, why the heck aren't you going? Yeah. And I would do, like, cardio mostly. Like, didn't really like the weight room because it was very, like male-oriented. Oh, we have, a, we need to talk about it. Bro, no, the weight room at CSU, the big one, with like, like, um, squat racks and stuff, mm-hmm. the window is at the basketball court. Oh, like, the entire yeah. basketball court window. And like, for me, I'm like, you know when you have a lot of crushes. Like, mm-hmm. And like, all of them play basketball. And like, You're I like, I don't need I to like, be... There's too many cute boys around here, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yeah right you know it's just like one of those kind of things and then also like I don't know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and like I I kind of do but not enough to be like I'm I'm gonna go in there whatever yeah anyway later that year started engaged Gage loved the gym so I was like okay cool we're kind of like feeding off of each other Mm -hmm. he stops going to the gym Mm -hmm. I stop going to the gym yeah we start gaining weight together Mm -hmm. like I don't know if you ever noticed but like he did gain like a good chunk of weight because mm-hmm. his face started getting chunky, like everything. And then we both really? realized it. Yeah, it was like a there was a stage where he was like drinking a lot of Dr. Peppers. We were eating out a lot. I don't remember like, this like time period. This might have been like when because we like our friendship has been like a not on and off, but like like a break, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not because we had like a fight, but a just break. like we were on we, a break. We literally only saw each other every like summer until yeah, summer or concert, and then we didn't see each other again. Yeah, yeah. Well, we went to different. I concerts. just didn't want people to think there was like beef. No, 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 no. Um, you probably wouldn't notice unless you lived like you saw us every day. You yeah, know what I mean, you would have like because this was so. This was when y'all were at Columbus State. Mm-hmm. This is okay. Like okay, I got 2019. it. Twenty nineteen. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you're freshman. So year, I wouldn't right? have seen you out outside of camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there's a turning point where we're both kind of like, okay, we should really like work on ourselves or whatever, and then. I don't remember what year he gets the job at the rec with Jared, but they both start working at the rec mm-hmm. and he goes in early. So I would get up early, go into the gym too. He would help me with my workouts because Gage was an exercise science major and like was learning all this stuff. He wanted to be a trainer for like a sports team or something like that. That was the goal back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would train me basically and we would work out together or like I would do cardio and then I'd meet him in that weight room and I'd start getting accustomed to what I was doing Yeah. to maybe get a little bit more, you know, comfortable doing it, not around him or whoever. Yeah. You know, whatever. Anyway, so there was a good point though in college where I was dropping weight. Mm-hmm. I was on a meal plan. I was like, doing workouts like almost every day out of the week even yeah. if it wasn't like strength every day it was at least cardio every day and then like I was also doing sorority stuff I was also still in like my theater stuff so like I was being active every day like them stuffs were getting hit they were doing like it. and the meal plan was nasty but I was on it she was doing it yeah I was then I don't remember what exact I do remember we graduate mm-hmm 
and we moved to Kennesaw. Okay. So no longer have Lifestyle a gym membership. changes, yeah. Move to somewhere new, mm-hmm. get a new job, trying to navigate here. He's in school. Like, it got real crazy real quick, mm-hmm. and we neither one of us went to the gym. Yeah. Like, didn't even get a gym membership. Like, it yeah. wasn't even, like, on our radar. And at that time, I was doing a little bit of, like, a dairy-free keto kind of combo. And so I started um, giving, like, recipes and like doing all this kind of stuff but anyways say all that to say it wasn't until maybe like two years into living in atlanta kennesaw whatever that like it did stop again and once i stopped then i i struggled from that moment on and i it wasn't so okay sorry i'm like jumping around a lot i'm trying to make it make sense yeah i think it's a little bit blurry that's okay i did the same thing you're good so, we moved in together after Kennesaw, right? That was when we moved to Roswell. Yeah. So, I get the job at GET, moved to Roswell, Gage moves to Roswell too, gets the job training at that facility. The rack. The rack, yeah. And, um, obviously, since he's training again, he's working out. Every mm-hmm. day he goes to work, he works out. Yeah. I don't. I, like, yeah. literally work a job that doesn't have real 9 to 5 hours. Mm-hmm. It's basically 9 to the middle of the night yeah you know what i mean like i did nothing but just like blood and it's also not even like the rock was like not close like the rock was probably what 25 30 minutes away from where we were so Mm -hmm. it wasn't one of those things where it's like oh you could just go into work with him he could train you you could leave it was Mm -hmm. like that's like that's like a three-hour commitment to get there you know what i mean train leave you know what i mean so it's Mm -hmm. just it was yeah that makes yeah yeah there were rare days that i got to go to the rack because sometimes i would go great gym if you're in the atlanta area just saying the rack apc fantastic Um, gym the people that like his whole time there like i can i can say for gage he enjoyed every ounce of time there the people there management owners everybody solid um but after blood, sweat, and tears and dying at that theater, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Never went to the gym. Like, I probably went to the gym occasionally. I know I tried, like, some cycle classes in Kennesaw for a while. Like, I just did, like, stuff here and there, but it wasn't anything consistent. <laughs> I just had a memory, yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh, this is so sidebar, whatever. I was at the rack back when I – because I used to train there. Uh, this was, like, a little while before we all moved in together and Gage started working there, so small world. But – I f- had filled up my water bottle, my mm-hmm. blender bottle, like 20 something ounces of water to the brim. As I'm walking away from the thingy, I'm like trying to screw the lid on and I bump my elbow. I spill all 20 something ounces, like a full <laughs> water bottle everywhere. And like the wow. office is right there. In- <laughs> the office is like right there in front of that. And like mm-hmm. the, uh, Ed, I think, yeah, like, Ed. pops up and, like, comes out. He was like, hey, you, you, you good? good? And I was like, yeah, I need some paper towels, man. Sorry. <laughs> that was just, like, a random memory, but I just remembered it's, like, I didn't just spill my water. Like, I spilled a freshly full entire bottle of water everywhere. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. That was just... No, that's funny. I had, like, that one of those weird, like, flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, Gate is working at uh, the rack. You're working at GT. Not at the gym. Uh, Not we, going to the gym. We moved to Columbus. COVID hits. Yada yada yada. Oh, we, I I always forget about this time period. Yeah. Okay. Wild. Yeah. So we moved to Columbus Shit got for crazy. like a whole year, mm-hmm. and his parents have a really nice gym set up in their garage, and we moved in with them. So like, oh, that's nice. 
the options were always there for me to work out. Mm-hmm. And I did work out, mm-hmm. but it wasn't consistent mm-hmm. as per usual. We weren't cooking our meals like we were when we lived by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We were just like eating out, ordering in. Yeah. Like it was real like we were just bad. Yeah. <laughs> just living um, life. And the, uh, I'll dig into that part a little deeper later. Um, <laughs> so no motivation, like kind of had motivation, like wanted to change. But like if you if you don't want to, you don't want to and you're not going to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's a whole nother ball game. So then from then on, like going into Augusta from Columbus. No. OK. OK. Sorry. 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 I move out of his parents' house into my own place when he goes away for um, OCS for, mm. like, four months or whatever it was. OCS is, like, military training for people. Yeah, officer know. candidacy school. Um, and I work out while I'm there. I literally get a gym membership to, like, Planet Fitness. And I mm-hmm. do go, like, decently consistently, but not, like, crazy crazy. Yeah. Um, but just, like, to, like, be a little bit active. Did that for a little while. Then we moved to Augusta. And I tried, like, working out. We bought a treadmill. Mm-hmm. There was a span where, like, we would go on walks together. And then his job got crazy. And it, the hours were insane. Like, I kid y'all not, for, like, almost the first, like, year, year and a half, like, we did not see each other. Yeah, like, because he had that weird shift. Because his schedule was crazy. It was, yeah. like, he would work nights for like three weeks in a row or something like that. And then he'd be off for like six days. So then we'd see each other kind of if I mm-hmm. wasn't working or whatever. And then we'd switch and he'd be on days. But it, it was just really weird. Anyway, yeah. Um, it wasn't until like last year when I started doing my yoga stuff and mm-hmm. just like, you know, like really enjoying being active and like doing something that allowed me to like be comfortable and not in pain and stuff because I, I do have like a lot of <laughs> issues. So like it was nice. And then now I'm like actually kind of getting back into the groove, but I will associate all that to mental stuff. So I don't know if you want to go there right now. I don't know. But yeah, that's basically my history. And I talked for way more than you. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see the time that it's recording on there? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you're going to have to be timekeeper yeah. now because I can't see over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just crazy how like life changes can affect how you like almost perform for yourself mm-hmm. so much. Like just something as simple as moving is like so reorienting. And like I get... I, I mean, everyone gets, like, uh, what do they call it? There's, like, a name for it. Gym, like, anxiety. Yeah, gym anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I get that heavy when we, when I start at a new gym for whatever reason. Like, just... <laughs> Me at crunch. <laughs> yeah, like, not knowing where all of the equipment is, not seeing those familiar faces, because, like, I've gone to a lot of gyms where, like, I walk in and I'm like, hey, boo, like, hey, Sandra, how you doing? Like, oh, Tommy, oh, you PR'd, cool, man. Like, I've just, I've gone to a lot of gyms where I've had a really good, like, community, um... But every time you start at a new gym, it's like building a new community and it can be, I don't know, just really anxiety inducing. And also different gyms have very different atmospheres. And like the one that like the powerlifting gym that we went near here was not, it would have been perfect for me in a different season of life. But because of where I was in my journey with fitness, it like didn't fit because I constantly felt like everyone was like, what is this bitch even doing here? You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. 
And so now, like, a commercial gym is a little bit more for me than, like, a smaller one. It's just, I don't know. No, I definitely get that. I, gyms make me want to run the other way. But also, I like gyms because they're crowded in a sense. So, like, I don't feel like it's, like, a singled out kind of situation. Plus, if I go to the gym, if I get out of the house, I'm more likely to actually work out versus, like, being motivated to get on a treadmill. Yeah. my own house or like yeah. you know what I mean yeah it's kind of like a, a give and take on the gym life I don't know yeah love-hate relationships yeah um so I'll ask you this how do you feel like going to the gym recently has affected you like mentally emotionally spiritually <laughs> um okay I think there's two parts to this answer um because I think that this round of going to the gym is fueled by a mental Mm -hmm. capacity more than like I just want to be skinny else Mm -hmm. yeah I um (laughs) (laughs) okay so I feel like I have a lot of thoughts going around in my brain and so sometimes I have to like stop and like think for a second but my biggest thing is like back in the day Going to the gym felt like what everyone else wanted me to do. Mm. That, like, I wasn't good enough or, like, I wasn't at the right, like, level or whatever it was. It was, like, an expectation that everybody wanted me to do. And I think part of my mental, like, rebellion almost, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. was, like, who the fuck are you to tell me that I need to do this to be, like, Mm. more worthy for you? Mm. And, like, why are you so hung up on what I look like that shit is deep and that shit is literally going to bring me to tears because I I, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter like oh it does not matter like what you look like what your size is and I'm speaking heavy to like not just my not my not my family specifically but like family and friends and people's live lives it is none of your fucking concern and you never have to tell someone you need to eat better you need to be in the gym. I don't care if you are concerned at, about their health. That is never how they're going to take it. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be like about image or not being worthy or whatever it is. Like I just, it irks me to my core because I feel like I I, I felt that exact same thing where it's like, I don't need you to tell me what to do. I know what I need to do to be a healthier person. You telling me is just making me rip myself apart worse about it. Mm -hmm. And so I understand that like mental rebellion where it's like, well, I'm not going to do that if everyone's fucking telling me to do that because you guys are pissing me off, always commenting on shit. Like, yeah. (sighs) Anyways, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just feel strongly about this particular subject. No, it's totally fine. I just, and I, okay. I don't want this to sound like I'm trying to be, like, hateful towards Gage at all with what I'm about to say. Because, like, I have mad respect for him as a trainer and everything like that. But I think that for people who are like me, who are dating and married and whatever, to someone that is a trainer, Mm. and it's hard. Because I know that he looks at it almost like an evaluation of me. So, like, think about it like... If you were a trainer and you looked at somebody and you saw what they ate and you mm-hmm. saw what they did and you know they didn't work out, then you would want to give them advice and stuff You'd be like, like that. here's what like, you should here's do. Here's what you should do. Yeah. And to an extent, I did ask for it. 
because mm-hmm. I was like, you have all this knowledge, like build me a meal plan. And mm-hmm. it worked for a while. It yeah. did. And I was like, you have some knowledge, like help me work out. Like how can I work out with a broken back? Like how can I do this? How can I protect this? Like whatever, whatever, whatever. And in some ways it did work. And in other ways it did not work. And I don't know if maybe, and I think this is part of some of our issues of communication, but I think that I didn't communicate clearly in the sense of how much it hurt me Mm. to constantly feel like I wasn't meeting that expectation that, oh my God, (laughs) that he had of me because like in my mind, it didn't like, okay, like I know he cared about my health. Like I know it was like more like you need to be healthy, you need to be whatever, like whatever. Yeah. But there was a deep deep part of me that was just like there's no chance that oh and it sucks because it came true i was like there's no chance he's gonna stay with me if i don't lose weight Mm. like that was always a nagging thing in the back of my brain that like i will never look like what he wants me to look like Mm. and it never had to do with like, like he never once said like oh you need to lose weight yeah that never came out but I think it was like the way we would communicate about it just didn't hit me mentally where I think he was trying to yeah and so I think I started to build this kind of like hatred towards the gym because even when I would work out I wouldn't get the results I wanted Mm -hmm. or if I did work out and then I did something wrong or I took a break or I ate something wrong it felt like a judgment yeah it felt like yeah and I don't think he meant that in any way but like that is how it came across and so I think that on top of like being a kid and like being so adamantly pushed to like not make the same choices that like my mom did because my mom is overweight and like yada 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 like none of that stuff kind of added up to be helpful Mm -hmm. I think it always added up to be like a little bit hurtful Mm -hmm. and so it's been a struggle of just like mentally like breaking free of that to be able to say like I'm just going to the gym right now to one shut my brain off yeah. Because I feel like when I go to the gym, I don't think about other things. I focus so much on I feel like we've been having a lot of to fun, do. too. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I shut my brain off. I have fun. I hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I actually, like, now have, like, seen how strong I am in ways. And, like, I don't know. It's been a – it's and I'm not saying it, that I don't think these things even now. But, like, it is a weird mental push. And I – I struggle with like the whole thing where you were saying, you know, we didn't go to the gym and Mm -hmm. you were like, I didn't beat myself up. Oh, Mm -hmm. I did. Oh, really? See, I had an issue where I was on vacation Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm not working out this week. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not working out this week. You know what I mean? And it was like a back and forth mentally of me being like, no, it's okay. You didn't work out this week. Like it's not the end of the world. But then also another side of me being like, well, you're never going to see results if you're not working out, Mm -hmm. especially because you're on vacation and you're not eating as good. Even though I really wasn't eating bad. But you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. This... I think... Okay. Sorry. I'm like on a tangent, but... I love it. What I am going to say to kind of like wrap it up is that I think it's an always ongoing struggle, at least in my opinion, mm-hmm. mentally, mentally, physically, everything. To answer your question, I feel great in the sense of like, I feel like I'm actually doing something for myself that I want to, mm-hmm. but sometimes I do like in the back of my mind think that like people only think that I'm going to the gym now because we got divorced. People Mm -hmm. only think that I give a shit about myself because 
we're separated and I want to whatever, whatever. Yeah. Because it is a really, like, that's a whole, like, culture thing that I see a lot of is, like, when a woman is hurt, yeah, she gets her revenge body. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get that. Like, I think that is part of it in a sense of, like, you do kind of, like, feel that. But it's also, like, different, too, because you're already going through so many emotions and mentally, like, recalculating your life and what you're going to do and what the plan is. And then, in my opinion, I was like, I need to do something that's going to, like, relieve my stress and, like, be good for me and make me happy. Yeah. And we were both like, we want to be healthy. We want to, like, do this. And also, maybe it's more, maybe there's, like, a piece of it that is, like, you're you're going without the thought of like, what is he going to say when I get home? Or, you know what I mean? Like, not that he would ever like, and I don't want to say that, like, not that he would ever say something like negative when you got home. But that's the thing is that sometimes it's like saying anything. If I've got that little voice in my head that is like assuming your point of view, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you say. I'm going to take it negatively. You could be like, Oh, what'd you do today at at the gym today? And I would be like, Oh, well, so he's so concerned about going to the gym because he wants me to lose weight. Because, like, that's how the brain sometimes works. It's weird because, like, I don't – it's hard because I don't really have, like, that specific of a thing where I would be like, oh, why is he here, blah, blah, blah. It'd be more of I'd be disappointed if he came home and he was like, oh, did you go to the gym today? I felt like I was disappointing him Mm. by saying, no, I didn't go to the gym today. It wasn't that I was disappointing myself because I should have been – more like more are you with disappointed your with yourself for not going or are you okay with not going yeah it doesn't really matter if he is or isn't yeah but and that's tough that line yeah. between because we talked about this before that line between personal trainer and husband or boyfriend or whatever it is is a fine line that's easy to um get your feelings hurt when you cross it you know mm-hmm. what i mean even mistakenly or even yeah. if you're trying so hard it's like just when feelings get involved i mean even sometimes when um like especially over the past two years when Brendan and I have like signed up for a new gym and then gone for a week and then not gone and like when I've had periods of motivation where he hasn't and vice versa like there is something about when he says to me like you really should have gone to the gym today babe I'm like fuck like you know what I mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where it's like you know if he's like babe you're not gonna reach your goals if you don't go and I'm like he's coming at it from a place of love but in my head i'm like well even really saying like you're not gonna reach your goals i feel like is better if in the sense of like wording like i'm not saying it's good bad whatever yeah yeah. i'm saying like to acknowledge it in the sense of you Mm -hmm. are setting these goals for yourself yeah and i'm trying to push you to meet your goals versus Mm -hmm. it feeling like and and maybe it is for you i'm not saying either way anyway it's like (laughs) you know i i don't know and i i Mm, never mind. Okay. Wait, <laughs> sorry. I just apparently I have a lot to say today. But what I was really trying to say is like I think that the wording is also a part of it because mm-hmm. oh, if, yeah. if it feels like an attack and sometimes it's you know, it doesn't matter if they think it is or isn't. Yeah. Like in his mind, the way he's saying it is probably what he thinks is right, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't really matter how he said it, we're gonna perceive it the other way. Yeah. Which I think Oh, sorry. Also, I'm sorry. I keep talking. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, one thing I do feel bad about in some instances is that I'm a bottle up person when it comes to how I feel and then mm. I explode. Same, same. And so a lot of the times I know I would kind of like get snarky with him if he was to comment on like, 
oh, you shouldn't have ordered that. Like, mm-hmm. That's not the best choice you could have made because, you know, we literally would have just talked about the fact that I wanted to eat more healthy or something like that. Yeah. So then it's like, I know it was all in a good place, but like to comment on it every meal or like to comment on it all the time or to like, you know, like those little things added up and mm-hmm. then there'd be like something that would happen or like I'd look in the mirror one day mm-hmm. and just not be happy and then it'd be called a downward spiral and then I'd cry on the couch for like an hour yeah. and tell them how much I didn't like my body, didn't like this, didn't like that, wanted to do this, wanted to have kids, like all this kind of stuff. I'd go on a tangent mm-hmm. and then he'd be like, okay, well, what do you want to do to fix it? And we would talk through all of these ideas and things and whatever, whatever. And so I know on his end, it's probably frustrating as hell mm-hmm. because it's like, I know she wants to do something about it. But she hasn't done it. But she's that. struggling to get to that point. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, in in a sense, it's like, that to me is like letting it go as a trainer versus trying to figure out how to communicate and what can we do to make your mental more ready mm-hmm. to get into the gym is something that didn't happen. Yeah. And, and also, you can't, I mean, I'm not saying like your partner has to be the person to help you figure that out. And in some ways it is a self discovery journey. Mm -hmm. So like you may not need your partner to say all that or do all that. But for me, I think it would have been helpful for it to be more of a a mental evaluation. Like, well, what can we do small itty bitty baby size Mm -hmm. to like make it more for me? Yeah. I mean, and and that's all my fault for not explaining that too. But I also don't know that I necessarily dug that deep until now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say another thing that like has made me kind of start and stop the gym or fitness lifestyle is that I'm very much like an all or nothing person Mm. where it's like, if I didn't go and this is, I'm, I'm speaking in the past tense. I'm a lot better about this now, but been a journey (laughs) but like if I didn't if I was supposed to go to the gym today let's say and I didn't go to the gym today in my brain that's like okay all bets are off that means that I don't need to drink my water today because I didn't go to the gym so what's the point of drinking my water Mm -hmm. I I can eat you know fast food for three meals because I didn't even go to the gym so what's the point you know what I mean yeah like all those things it was just like an all or nothing and in that same vein I would, you know, want to get my life together and be like, okay, well, in order to do that, I'm going to eat these three meals every single day for the next five months. I'm going to go to the gym six times a week, and I'm going to train this way. I'm going to do cardio twice a week, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to drink a gallon a day. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. Like, I will put so much on my plate that it's like... You didn't set the building blocks. The, there's no there was no other yeah. option then to fail because mm-hmm. I'm asking myself to completely change my lifestyle from top to bottom mm-hmm. in a day. Like, honey. No, honey. Calm down. Like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I mean, it, it's crazy too because, like, it, the foundation Small changes. has to be built. Yeah. Small changes, like, y'all. Like, for me, I feel like one of the first things I did was start drinking water. Yeah. I started carrying around a water bottle and filling that bitch up mm-hmm. and like just increasing my water intake. I swear to God, increasing my water intake did so much less headaches, mm-hmm. more excited, like just, just felt better overall. Yeah. Cut out like sodas and stuff. I do still drink tea and coffee. Like caffeine is not, you know, gone, but like sodas, yeah. carbonated. I really try not to drink that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, just like little things like, okay, I'm really bad at this, mm-hmm. but a goal Go to bed on time. You know what I mean? Like, actually get that full sleep. It's funny. That is one of those things that I'm all or nothing about, too. And I don't mean to be. It's like I'm either, like, 
staying up way too late and like whatever blah 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 every day or it's like I am so protective of my bedtime that you cannot <laughs> interfere you know what I mean it's like yeah. one or the other and I need to find that balance because I'm not going to be able to go to 11 p.m go to bed at 11 p.m every night I'm just not mm -hmm. I'm gonna have mm -hmm. things that I want to do or blah 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 whatever it is and so finding that balance a little bit which is funny because I my sleep schedule is so off right now I don't know if you've noticed Girl, well you probably have but we've both been awake but that's the thing. Okay, so this is okay. It's funny because, like, I am one of those people. And so, okay, sorry. Whoa, lots of thoughts. <laughs> You're happening. being like me. It's okay. My friend Kara posted on her story today and was like um, talking about how work has been really busy, but she also is a photographer as well, and she does very well at that. But it takes up a lot of time. So she's like, I've only been getting five to six hours of sleep a night for a little while, and she was like said to our friend Shelby who is um with level 10 fitness reach out to them level 10 fitness.com <laughs> um I don't even know if that's the website but it's level 10 fitness strong like Shelby on Instagram I like constantly shout her out because she changed so much for me with fitness um but she reposted it and was like I'm gonna kill you because like Kara <laughs> is always like I function fine on five to six hours of sleep and me. Shelby's like that goes against science <laughs> and it's just like it's funny the dynamic and so then Shelby posted a different story that was like also Holly not eating food because I do this thing where I get really focused and I forget to eat and it's actually happened today and I realized it because we sat down and all of a sudden I was like I'm hungry and I've had a fuel for fire and a bowl of oatmeal and it's like what 4 p.m. 3.42 p.m. I literally had eggs on a biscuit basically yeah bacon. and I literally was like I'm trying to be more conscientious so I'm about to go stuff my face after we finish this podcast <laughs> but oh, I forgot my freaking point oh talking about sleep so Kara can do that. And, like, I feel like you can do that a little bit, too. You can yeah. function on minimal sleep. I physically cannot get out of bed. Like, it doesn't matter what is happening. The only thing that's going to get me out of bed is, like, maybe if I have, like, like a doctor's appointment where, like, I have to show up. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, if I don't get enough sleep, like, there's nothing in the world that is going to... Because I'm already, like, a very sleepy person because I get really poor sleep because I've got a lot of sleep issues friends of my family but I, I just I don't know it's one of those things where it's like when I'm good about my sleep everything in my life is so much better but mm -hmm. I'm also very much a night owl but I also work a nine to five so it's like you can't have both worlds yeah and it sucks because at 2 a.m sometimes I want to write an entire first episode of a tv show which I've done before <laughs> at 4 a.m you know what I mean yeah. right, what my brain wants to do but you can't do that and also get up at 8 a.m to go to work it's just it's funny, <sighs> actually. a whole side tangent, but... No. Yeah. I think you're right, though. I think we're opposites because we will go to bed at the same time, and I'll stay up scrolling. Yeah. And then I'll see you. We'll send each other stuff. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, now I'm actually going to go to bed. And like... And you'll go to bed and you'll wake up at 7 a.m. Yes. To go do something. Yes. And, and, I, and I'll see you in your room just KO, and I'm like... ko cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Which it's, is fine. It's just funny. I think... I think that's just a life thing. Like, yeah. late nights at the theater, got to be up for school. Yeah. Like, late nights, wherever, got to be up for this. Well, it's funny because I also always get, it doesn't matter if I go to bed at 8 p.m. or if I go to bed at 3 a.m., I get my best sleep between the hours of 8 and 10 a.m., which sucks because I have to work. So, like, I don't. That's weird. So, like, my all of my dreams, 8 and 10 a.m., like, I, I can physically remember getting up, Brendan getting up, 
talking to me, whatever is going back to sleep, that's when I will dream in that two hours, which is like when you oftentimes have your, I think it's like right before your deepest sleep or right after your deepest sleep is mm-hmm. typically when you dream. I can't remember what it is. It's not like full REM where you dream. I'm pretty sure if mm-hmm. I'm speaking correctly. Sorry if I'm not. Um, but that's always when I get my best, deepest sleep. Couldn't tell you why. I'm pretty sure it has to do with like ancestry and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Like I'm pretty sure it has to do with like your family being like hunters or gatherers or this or that or try. Like, I think have it you, has to do a lot with that stuff. But have you had like a sleep analysis, like where you go and sleep in a facility? Or um, I've not had a sleep analysis where I've gone into like a facility. Um, but I've had, I know that I have insomnia. I've had it ever since I was a little kid. Um, I just have a really hard time shutting my brain off at night. And so I'll just lay there and think about stuff. (laughs) Um, which is what's difficult for me, but I also like, it's very hard for me to get comfortable while I'm sleeping. Like it's very hard for me to like relax my body and be comfortable. Um, so that's another part of it is like, I toss and turn a lot, um, and I think I didn't really realize how bad of a sleep I, sleeper I was until I got an Apple watch and like, you can do like the monitoring mm-hmm. and I did it for like a month and it was like, I think I was getting like maybe an hour of solid sleep a night and I'm like, no Yay. wonder I'm always tired. People are always mm-hmm. like, how can you fall asleep anywhere? And I'm like, it's because I can I'm fall exhausted. asleep anytime, anywhere, any place. I am always tired. Like, yeah. Yeah. And my dad is the same way. My dad has sleep apnea, which I probably should get, really, I probably should get tested for it. Um, because I, I really don't think that I have it, to be honest, but I feel like I should get tested for it just because my dad has it. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably later in life. But, yeah, sleep is one of those things where I am just, like, Brendan, he goes to bed, he falls asleep, he gets a good night's sleep, he gets up. And, uh, is it a jealousy. men versus women thing? Because that's how it was for me, too. Maybe. Like, I don't know. That man could put his pillow, like, head on the pillow and then be out. And I'm yeah. over here, like... I need to talk about my day because I'm awake. For reference, I woke Brendan up. We we got in bed. He or like I was in bed for a little bit, and then he comes and gets in bed, and we like talk for a few minutes, and then we go to sleep. Forty five minutes later, I'm like, "Are you awake?" <laughs> and he's like, "No." And I was like, "Is it a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, then Return of the Jedi, or is it a New Hope, Return of the Jedi, then Emperor Empire Strikes Back?" I, hand on heart this is an actual conversation that i had last night and he goes uh a new hope empire strikes back return of the jedi and i was like uh okay cool <laughs> like but like i was literally having an internal battle over it for like a solid 45, 45 minutes. minutes and i could not decide which mm-hmm. one it was like what order they were in and uh, like that's like the kind of shit that i get hung up on and i yeah. can't sleep until i figure it out and it's just uh, I really, I want to get a sleep analysis done, not because I think I have like, well, I don't know what I think I have, and maybe it's a little bit of my whatever it's called. Yeah. But, um, I don't dream. If Mm. I do dream, I have to be in a deep ass sleep, Mm -hmm. and I like will randomly remember my dream so vividly it's insane. Yeah. But I don't think I ever really do that unless I'm so freaking exhausted that I, like, get some good sleep. Yeah. Which makes me curious if I'm actually ever getting good, good sleep. Good, good sleep, yeah. Because I've tracked it on the watch, too, and, mm-hmm. like, she don't get good sleep based on the watch, but yeah. I'm like, it is a watch, like, how much is it really, like, you know, yeah, exactly. how much can I rely on it? Yeah. Um... And I think, you know, there are some things that could change, like less screen time before I go to bed. Yeah. Don't have a meal too close before I go to bed. Like, go to bed at a decent hour. I will say that, like, three things that when I'm doing them consistently 
do really help me get better sleep is like no screen time, like 30 to 45 minutes before bed, preferably like an hour, honestly. Mm -hmm. But that I just, I, I, I never adhere to that. So I'm not yeah. even going to try and pretend like I do. Um, that one, um, uh, 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 oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn. uh, uh, magnesium spray. So you can obviously take like a lot of my friends, like, like the calm supplement and it's like a mm -hmm. it's like a drink it's like a magnesium drink because magnesium is a precursor to melatonin which helps you get sleep well it's funny because um, i take magnesium as one of my supplements yeah and i'm like i really need to stop taking it in the mornings oh no you're fine to take it in the mornings you can take it throughout the day yeah but, but i notice it makes you sleepier. it makes me just a little bit a little bit too relaxed that's funny yeah um i'm already tired so yeah you know when you just feel like too relaxed yeah, but there's like a there's like a topical magnesium spray, and like mm -hmm. I think something about magnesium absorbs through the skin quicker and like more and better, more potently than mm -hmm. it does like through digestion. So I have a magnesium spray. So when I do that, and when I shower before bed, that always makes me sleepier. So it's like if I shower before bed, don't use my phone for thirty to forty five minutes before bed, and I use my magnesium spray, and I go to bed at a consistent time. That's another key. Those three things, like, I do get much better sleep, but mm -hmm. it's still not, I feel like, normal sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that, like, it all goes back to when you wake up, too, though. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Like, if I had an ideal, like, way of life, I would wake up, not oh. look at my phone yeah. for, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, have a breakfast, like, whatever, go to the gym, mm -hmm. come home get a shower or whatever, do the rest of my day. Yeah. And then somehow by the end of the night, have like my nighttime routine and it always be consistent. Yeah. Is my, that real life? Absolutely the frick not. My like always like, like, you know, like you think of like the best version of yourself, my best version of myself, I always envision as like waking up at 5 a.m. Oh yeah. Same. Will I ever be that person? Who knows? I used to be. I have tried so many times. No, when I was going to the gym consistently uh, at Columbus State, I was getting up at 5 a.m. and getting to the gym by 5.30 a.m. Yeah. Because I was working four jobs. Okay. So I had to be at work on time. Yeah. I will say there was about a year-long period in college where I got up at about 5 or 5.30 every morning because, one, I had a job at Ulta where on, like, Tuesdays or Thursdays, whatever truck day was, I had to mm -hmm. be there at, like, 6 a.m. in order to receive and unload the shipment. Gotcha. Um, but that, and I also, like, because of my classes and everything, basically my only option was to go to the gym in the morning, and I was really committed to the gym back then. So there was, like, a year-long period where I was that person. So... I mean, she can be. I mean, if I you wanted to try to it to get back to that, we could try it. But that's going to be like hardcore at like nine o'clock. We need to go upstairs and have quiet time and no screen time and like really right. like. And see, my thing is that like I feel like it's or wait, it'd be earlier than nine. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two, three, four, five. No, it'd be nine. That'd that's be when you need to go to sleep. So yeah. you need to go upstairs at like eight. Oh yeah, yeah, valid, valid, valid. <laughs> and like um, eight o'clock. Us in bed yeah. by 8 o'clock. Girl, I don't even realize what time it is until it's 10 p.m. And I'm like, oh, it's not 6 p.m.? <laughs> what? Oh, we didn't stop working? Oh. My bad. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just feel like it's also hard because waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, you're going to have days where you're out till 10 p.m., 11 p.m., midnight. Our crew has days where we're out till 3 or 4 a.m. So it's like one of those things where it's like. Yeah. It 
fucks with your sleep schedule. So it's just like getting back onto it is, I don't know, it's hard. It's like dealing with jet lag. It's weird too because I think I, and I already said this, but basically like being in theater and having long rehearsals and long show nights and then having notes, there were nights when I was in high school that I didn't get home until one or two in the morning and had Mm. to be at school before 8.45 bell ringing. So it's like, I just think that like, I've survived so long without having real yeah. sleep that now it is exhausting. Like yeah. when I get up, I have to push myself to yeah. go to bed. Yeah. But it's helpful knowing that I paid all that money this whole, for the rest of the year for Cairo. So I'm not going to miss my appointments. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when it's something like that, that I'm like, okay, I have to, eh, you know, it's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. I do have a question for you wrapping it back to the gym before we, Wrap it up. Okay. Because <laughs> okay, we've okay. kind of like gone all around. Yeah. So random getting on sleep schedules and you know, everything. Anyways, okay. No, yeah. It's fine. Ask your so, question. Okay. Honey. My question is what is your favorite like workout day look like? Like Ooh. your favorite like type of. You could be like, you know, you like legs or you like arms, but like you can be a little specific. You know? Yeah. Um, Workout, like, a day or, like, just, like, workout? Like, with, like, like thing to do at, like, the gym? Like, what you would do at the gym that would be, like, your ideal, like, favorite thing to do. Like Okay. Um, so random, but I absolutely love training shoulders. And I love training. I, yeah. I love training triceps. I don't know what it is, but, like, something about, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl or something in between, but if you got some cut shoulders and some cut triceps damn i ain't gonna lie where are your triceps damn they, they, these <laughs> oh the ones on the back of the like arms. a horseshoe okay. kind of pattern okay, almost yeah, yeah. both of those i'm just like i'm licking my lips i'm like oh, oh shit i'm like i don't know what oh, it is shit like i just i love like good cut shoulders um and i love training them for some reason that and i really enjoy deadlift day just because it makes me feel strong it makes me feel like empowered it makes mm-hmm. me feel like i am woman i am strong like <laughs> I don't know. It just I love I I do love deadlift day as well. Okay, what about what, what? What about you? I don't know how to answer this question. Okay, I, I have, didn't even go inkling. I have. I don't know that I have a favorite day overall because there's parts that I hate about all the days. Right. Um. But two of my favorite like workout things are the ones where we're like leaning over mm-hmm. and we do this. Oh, Rose. And like she likes to train like, back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Probably all back because then we do like. Well, that's like arm day. We do like whatever it is. But that whole like back area, mm-hmm. love. Yeah. I feel very strong. Mm-hmm. It feels good when I do it. I feel like my form is popping. Yeah. Like, very comfortable there. Yeah. But another one of my favorites. That's funny because back actually used to be like a top for me uh-huh. because I was, a, I was a swimmer and a lot of swimmers have really strong backs and I always felt so strong because my back was strong mm. from swimming. And so I was like, oh, look at me go doing all this. And, <laughs> but I don't know. I just love shoulders now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no my other favorite is like leg press and like mm. i just i've always had strong legs leg press do be making and yeah. like leg press do be stroking an ego and i ain't gonna lie them hip thrusts on the machine oh, i be yeah. feeling look at me feeling go like i got the look at me go muscle to yeah. do the hustle look at know. me go yeah anyway those are like my yeah all right, what is, like, your least favorite thing? Like, you see it on the program or, like, you, um, like, what is, like, your, nah. Um, <laughs> I think I know the answer. My number one is pull-ups, and that's because oh. we literally never do them. Yeah, no, I can't um, even do a pull-up, bro. Well, there's <laughs> assisted, you know, like, you're supposed to, like, do oh, the assisted yeah. version. 
but I, I don't fucks with those. I can't even. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm too embarrassed because to I, even like I, I don't even want to try. Yeah, I'm like, there's just like not, pull, there's like uh, pull ups on the program. We always just do lap pulls. Yeah, I, just, I'm like, let me at least get a little strong, a little, and a little bit less some. weight on me, so I can actually like try. Um, no, but my other, ooh, um, okay, I don't hate deadlifts. I just get so much. Pain, yeah that they're kind of a love hate right now yeah but oh my gosh what are they called the ones that i don't like uh the split squats that's what i was thinking you might we're gonna say which ones are those the one where you have like your leg up on the bench behind you oh hell yeah no. everybody like, hates split squats those else. are one of those love hate ones though where it's like you always feel them you're always sore the next day like they're a good exercise but the whole time you're like i want to die Two things with those. My ankle hurts so much from me, like, breaking and spraining, whatever you want to freaking call it. Oh, yeah. That I have not gotten it down to where I can't feel pain unless my foot is, like, basically just sitting up there fully. Yeah. And then the second thing is balance. I I have great balance, but Mm -hmm. for some reason, those? Those are hard. They, I don't have balance anymore. Yeah, they're hard. It's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. What about you? Cardio. Cardio. Yeah, that's a, I just, uh, I literally talked about it in my vlog the other day. Actually, I'm pretty sure I deleted that whole sequence because I was telling you, Holly, stop talking about shit that's boring. Oh my so, God. But I really, I don't fuck with cardio heavy. Um, I wish that I did more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just ever since I was a kid, like you want me to run? you want me to jump like mm-hmm. and dance i hated more cardio intensive like routines like i just i hate it and i was i was telling you the other day i can put more weight on the bar i can force one more rep i have so much mental discipline when it comes to that mm-hmm. but when it comes to running i mean you saw it the other day we were on the treadmill and i ran <laughs> for like a solid 40 seconds and i was like not nah, nah. call it i'm done i'm yeah. done I, I can't do it no no <laughs> Okay. I wish I was better at it, and I need to work up to being better at it, but I just, oh, my God, I hate it. Do you think you'd be better at it if it was outdoors? No. I've tried to run outside. I've tried to walk outside. I've tried to skip outside. I've tried to jazzercise outside. (laughs) No. I don't give a fuck where it is. If my heart's pumping, I hate it. (laughs) I'm dead. I grew up loving bike rides on Saturdays. Paul and I would literally just get on a bike and go bike ride on Saturdays. Yeah. So, always loved doing cardio like that from childhood Mm -hmm. and up yeah um but there's something about doing a bike in the gym that's not the same they're always really uncomfortable even cycling (gasps) classes are really 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 hard i was just gonna finish okay um and then like the treadmill like okay if i'm gonna do cardio i'm gonna do the treadmill i'm Mm -hmm. gonna put it at an incline and i'm gonna push myself and i'm gonna do it yeah but there's something about being outside like Mm. i just feel like if i could just do my cardio outside one fresh air just like feels better. I yeah. Know. So what were you gonna? I was gonna let you enjoy the secondhand embarrassment of um Holly and her early early body. Oh my god. Yeah. Her early bodybuilding stages. Okay. Because I would go when I first got into bodybuilding, I didn't know shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would go to the gym. I would do my workout. I would get on the bike and I would bike. And girl, guess what? I would bring to read with me. I would bring Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. And I read that thing cover to cover in the gym, in front mm-hmm, of other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. even imagine. <laughs> I like, remember you told me about this. I though. know people were like, this bitch really out here reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia. Like, girl. You know how you told me about that, though? 
what? we were cleaning upstairs and, and I found it. the book yeah. and you were like, yeah, I used to read that at the gym. And I was like, it's not like huh? a little book. It is <laughs> massive too. And I just, to this day, I wonder if anyone saw me doing that and was like, I, girl. You were sent to your <gasps> Oh, oh, yeah, we got to soundbite no, for that. No, you were definitely sent as a meme to plenty of people. Like, oh, 100%. There because there's no way I'm not. Scrawny little me. Scrawny little me. She's reading got dreams, y'all. About She's encyclopedia bodybuilding. Oh, that shit That's is so, so funny, funny to me, bro. bro. And like, LA Fitness of all places, too. Like, <laughs> LA Fitness. Yeah, that's where I was. It's a no for me. Yeah, but I did read that thing cover to cover, so if you got any questions, let oh, me know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's going to be it for this episode. If you want more from us, guess what you should do? Follow us on Instagram at chapters.pun. Do it. We also have a website that's called chapters. I always forget it. Chapterspod.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. the one. Oh, um, and if you would like to follow Mrs. Zoe on social media, she is at TGI Zoe. You can find me on social media at Holly underscore Hickman. We also both have YouTubes. Um, so you can look up Zoe. I think yours is just Zoe, but with three E's at the end. Yeah. Um, and mine's just my name too, Holly under or just Holly Hickman. Yeah. yeah. So um, find us on there if you want more content from our chaotic lives. We love chaos. <laughs> Sorry, that was really weird. Uh, All right, Enjoy chapter 10. <laughs> Wrap it up, Zoe. Yeah, you guys, don't forget, if you never turn a page, you'll never know how your chapter ends. Bye. Bye.